Thus saith the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have holden, to subdue nations before him, and I will loose the loins, armor, of kings, to open before him the two-leaved gates, double doors, and the gates shall not be shut. I will go before thee, and make the crooked way straight, I will break in pieces the gates of brass, and cut in sunder, half, the bars of iron. I will give thee the treasures of darkness, and hidden riches of secret places, that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which call thee by thy name, am the God of Israel. For Jacob my servant's sake, and Israel mine elect, I have even called thee by thy name, I have surnamed thee, though thou hast not known me. I am the Lord, and there is none else, there is no God beside me, I girded thee, though thou hast not known me. That they may know from the rising of the sun, and from the west, to its setting, that there is none beside me, I am the Lord, and there is none else. I form the light, and create darkness, I make peace, and create evil, calamity, I the Lord do all these things. Drop down, rain down, ye heavens, from above, and let the skies pour down righteousness, let the earth open, and let them bring forth salvation, and let righteousness spring up together, I the Lord hath created it. Isaiah 45 1-8 Proof positive that God does what He wants, when He wants, and most importantly, through who He wants. Notice it starts by pointing to the fact that Cyrus is his anointed, chosen to be used for a very specific purpose according to will of God. And he goes on to establish the fact that he will open up the door to accomplish that purpose, a very wide path, a s it is double doors, and that no wood, no one, no power on earth or even, not of earth, would be able to stop the plan that God has laid out. And as he goes before, his wonder, his majesty, his anointing all will now from one end of earth to the other that the God of Israel, Jehovah God is the only true God. And to make this even more thought-provoking to those who would be witnesses this, as he referenced, though they had not known him, though they had certainly not, but yet they certainly would. He outlines his plan in this, that they will know that it is he that creates light, dark, peace and calamity. And that does not mean that God brings evil upon innocent people, Satan is responsible for that, but God does bring judgment and calamity upon his enemies and those who try to destroy his children. His purpose is that even though they had not known and had not believed that they would see and they would know and his righteousness would be poured down like rain from heaven itself. Now for my big question, how much more is God speaking to those who already know him? Time for some vulnerability, mention of vulnerability, we don't really need me to point this out. But as a refresher, I am totally going to point it out again, because talk about famous last words. Revelation 18:7. How much hath she gloried herself, and lived deliciously, so much torment and sorrow give her. For she saith in her heart, I sit as a queen, and no widow, and shall see no sorrow. We know this is the great speaking, mystery, Babylon the great as she is referred to by Revelation 17:5. she is a not a woman, she is a country, and she is not just any country, she is a country that was founded for the glory of her husband but at some point those beautiful bridal veils started to be removed one by one and nothing that can be described other than a spiritual strip tease for all the world to see, as morals, reverence, purity, and above all holiness was auctioned off to the highest bidder, selling herself to the agenda that is willing to pay the most. The spiritual wickedness in high places polluted even the queen's sense of decency, love and compassion, as babies, who Babylon, in a sickening justification attempt, has now been renamed as products of conception, that are an inconvenience to those who conceive them are simply disposed, murdered, period, even as they like to say aborted, sounds like a mission that one decided to forego, and let's not forget RU 486, 
The symbolism in the name itself is mind-blowing. Break this down, who equals are you? 4 equals 4, 86 equals to be removed, such as a restaurant item removed from a menu, it is 86 ed. But in this case, are you 486 is to 86 the baby's life. Can't make this stuff up, the dictionary is going to need updated every week to contain all the changes that society has made to words in an attempt to take the stinging truth out of what they don't want to hear. Old cop shows used to end with the names have been changed to protect the innocent but now we know in real life the names are being changes to protect the guilty. But God is not going to give any free passes, if repentance does not come, he will call it exactly as it is. So the queen had alienated her mind, sold her soul and in her sin-ridden sickness had the audacity to brag about her sin, and to even laugh at her husband the king, as she praises herself, that she is queen and boasts that she does not need him or care what he thinks and then goes on to arrogantly boast that she will see no sorrow. Does this sound familiar? We also know another queen who is referred to as the great, we also know the beautiful beginning, we know the sin, we know the current state and unfortunately we can read how that story is going to end and Babylon the Great will not be spared but there is still a chance for those who will to be saved out of Babylon before the destruction, which you can read about in Revelation 18, it had written on it quite extensively in the past, but had pulled many of those posts while we were in a season of reprieve and that season is now over and then those forces have risen, a ND risen with a vengeance, and a hatred, and a desire to silence true voice of God, as the candy coats will continue to be welcomed. We also know that God is very merciful and gracious to forgive, we can be made new anytime, any place just for the asking. So you could ask why the destruction, it is one thing to sin, it's one thing to have inhabitants that sin but the nation itself still honor God, but when the nation becomes polluted, the laws perverted and the prevalent desire is to remove God from the equation, then God will remove himself, and that includes his protection and that nation comes under judgment. It is important to be careful here and remember that God still cares for his people. Think of the Hebrews having light while all of Egypt was in utter darkness and the death angel passing over the homes of those who had the blood applied. God's mercy and blessing were bestowed on those who humbly, vulnerably came to him, those who had been persecuted in their own land for their desire to worship him, as he gave them a new land, a new beginning, and blessing to become the greatest nation on earth. Fast forward through time as little by little those veils were danced off until that has become vulnerable again, not to the hope of the mercy of God and his favor, but vulnerable to all the nations she has danced for, and all that have followed her in that dance. Revelation 18:3. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. All the nations of the earth have made profit exporting to Babylon, the abundance of her delicacies meaning the inhabitants can never get enough, never have enough, keeping a steady flow of imports coming to her shores. All look to Babylon as a standard for wealth and power and through that all were tainted, monkey see monkey do, and if your country can't pay for their abortions, American taxpayers will foot that bill for you. As she chose to turn her back on God and mock him, her vulnerability that once had been shielded under the hands of God has now become bare, for all the world to see, and as though she touted as friends watch as those veils fall, they will attack, because they weren't real friends after all. That she will realize once it's too late are actually her enemies and she chose to ridicule and mock God, trusting in herself, her power, her strength, God will give her to these enemies but he will save those totter his before destruction comes. Revelation 18:4. Come out of her, my people, be not partakers of her sins, and that you receive not of her plagues. For her sins have reached unto heaven, 
and God hath remembered her iniquities. A picture of the rapture, and I am sure it could be argued that this would mean to be separated, act right, to not do as they do, but no, this is when he is going to destroy it. No one will have time to get saved, if you're not committed to Christ when this happens you will not have a chance once it does, the destruction of Babylon is a separate judgment, it is in with the end time events but its destruction is sudden, so even though there will be those who are saved out of the end times, the inhabitants of mystery, Babylon the Great will not have that luxury. We'll pick this up after the verse when she announced herself queen. Therefore shall he plagues come in one day, death and mourning, and famine, and she will be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. And the kings of the earth, who have committed fornication, spiritual wickedness, and live deliciously with her, shall bewail her, weep for her, and lament when they see the smoke of her burning. Standing afar off for fear of her torment, saying, Alas, that great city Babylon, top mighty city! For in one hour is thy judgment come. And the merchants of the earth shall, weep and mourn over her, for no man buyeth their merchandise any more. The merchandise of gold, and silver, and precious stones, and of pearls, and fine linen, and purple, dye, and silk, and scarlet, and all fine wood, and all manner of vessels of ivory, and all manner of precious wood, and of brass, and iron, and marble, and cinnamon, and odors, incense, and ointments, fragrant oils, and frankincense, and wine, and oil, and fine flour, and wheat, and beasts, cattle, and sheep, and horses, and chariots, and slaves, and souls of men, human trafficking. And the fruits that thy soul lusted after, longed for, are departed from thee, and all things which were dainty, are rich, and goodly are departed from thee, and thou shalt find them no more at all. The merchants of these things, which were made rich by her, shall stand afar off for the fear of her torment, weeping and wailing, and saying, Alas, alas, that great city, that was clothed in fine linen, and purple, and scarlet, and decked with gold, and precious stones, and pearls. For in one hour so great riches is come to naught, nothing. And every shipmaster, and all the company in ships, and sailors, and as many as trade by sea, stood afar off. And cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What city is like unto this great city? And they cast dust on their heads, and cried, weeping and wailing, saying, Alas, alas that great city, wherein were made rich all that had ships in the sea by reason of her costliness, wealth. For in one hour is she made desolate, a wasteland. Revelation 18 8-18 Going over that list you can certainly understand why all the exporters wail and cry, financial devastation but you can also see very clearly why it is said that she lived deliciously, it is said top they are not crying over any of those who have perished at the destruction only at the loss of their income because the Babylonians really like shopping and don't care how made it, how it was made, they will buy anything and according this verse that includes people. You know, I have studied this for years and I would always get stuck on top part, and I'd be like, Lord we don't do that anymore. Boy, was I wrong, just hadn't seen the horrors that have panned out and on that same note, those who have disputed the queen's identity or continue to dispute just had not or have not seen quite enough, but they will, the farther it goes the worse she becomes and don't kill the messengers, they don't always like the message but they still have to deliver it. Mention of messengers, how are people going to be saved out of all this? by God's messengers realizing the need for their own vulnerability in service to God. Here's the definition, vulnerability, the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. No one liked to feel vulnerable, 
no one wants to feel put on the spot, no one wants to be attacked or laughed at or whatever the fear may be, but in these last days we need God's people to stand up and be willing to tell the whole world taught yes, they do believe and to share the gospel with all God would allow them to and even more so to allow God to fill them with His Spirit and use them in miraculous ways. I think sometimes we become so self-conscious that we can hinder the work God has for us and hinder the development of the gifts He has for us and more so hinder the use of those gifts for the kingdom, and make no mistake, without the Holy Spirit nothing will be effective, we could minister to a thousand people but without the anointing of God, it will fall on deaf ears and I feel that today, that someone, somewhere is wrestling with these things and you know the time and you see the signs and you know you have a call on your life, but you feel really vulnerable, I want to encourage you, be vulnerable, submit to God and all he has for your life and more importantly helping others on that path to salvation, no one knows the hour of Christ's return but we have to be ready when he does, and we want everyone possible to be ready too. So submit to God, submit to the Holy Ghost and do not ponder who will think what allow his power to fill you and guide you because it is his power taught changes all things and without it nothing will change.